Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Hello. Good evening. Welcome back to the Real Exes of Portland. Actually, I. You will be hearing from me, Heather, regarding another one of my exes. Ooh. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) What's what's his what's his? Uh, uh, we're it, gonna call him Mister E. <gasps> Mister E, like Ernie. That wasn't. <laughs> that <laughs> was not his name, and Bert was not his companion. Okay, his roommate. <laughs> oh my lord! Okay, so this is going way back. I was young. I was like nineteen, I think, when I met this guy. And I think he was out of high school, but I was like my senior year, maybe. And anyway, it was like my first long-term relationship. And it was fun, and we had a lot of good times. And, you know, I don't know, just do the normal dating stuff and whatever. And then at one point, he decided to go away to college. And he went out of state and I went and visited him a couple of times, but then I noticed things were getting, he was acting kind of weird like the last time that I went. Mm. And then I tried to talk to his roommate and he was trying to be, you know, Switzerland and kind of in the of middle and didn't, was not really taking a side or whatever. And so I wasn't really able to find out. Well, one time in the end, one time when Mr. E came home, I remember this distinctly, and apparently I've never gotten over it, because <laughs> also, later, you know what, later. yeah, it was my first real love, so I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. part of it, too, but he said some very awful things to me that have stuck with me, and he said them to my face at my mm-hmm. parents' house. I was living at home. This wasn't in front of wow. my parents, but... He told me directly, very distinctly, I'll never forget it, well, I don't love you anymore, and I don't want you anymore, and I found someone better, and I don't want to wake up one morning and roll over and look at you and realize (gasps) I could have done better. (laughs) Can you guys even believe it? I am like have goosebumps telling you this because it was horrible. See, at 19, like, how does that haunt you? That not haunts you for the rest of your life. Oh my God, and I forgot one major piece. We actually were engaged. (gasps) Oh my God, that's huge. How could I forget that? But yeah, we actually were engaged to be married at at age 19. And um, thank God. God. We're going to thank Mr. E (laughs) for doing and being such a jerk because. Yeah, in the end, it was a blessing, you know, even though it was a very hard thing to go through. But, okay, that's, I mean, I didn't go into a whole lot of detail there, but that is 
one of my ex stories. I'm sure a lot of people have like similar stories. And Mm -hmm. I think, and and that's what kind of, uh, for me, when I like talk to my nieces or whatever, and you know, I saw my niece and she, you know, really excited about her boyfriend and start talking about, put your phones down ladies. (laughs) Are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I just looked at my phone. Okay, well, we'll talk about that later. Anyhow, um, but I was always wondering, happen if, you know, they did get engaged. I mean, in your early 20s, I just don't think you're ready for it. I know, I completely agree. And honestly, I am glad now in hindsight that it happened the way it did because then when I finally did get married for the first time, I was 32. And I had the time of my life in between 19 and 32. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of dating, lots of fun, a couple other boyfriends. Well, let's not forget the (laughs) S-E-X. And lots of vacations and S-E-X on vacation and things like that. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I I grew as a person and learned a lot. And And you have to wonder, like I see people on Facebook that are, you know, high school friends and they all got, there was quite a few of them got married so young and, you know, they're on their 25th, 30th anniversary. I'm like, fuck, oh my God. And no, if I, I mean, God bless you if you can make it work. Yeah. And I know my parents did and they were married at 20 and 21, but that, that is, it's heavy. I would not want to wish that on, on my son, any of mm. your kids. They don't right. need to get married. There's no reason we're not in the 1950s where you right. need to bear children and, you know, wash dishes for the rest of your life. Although I do have to add, I've always had the childbearing hips. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of children. My oh, sister God. and her husband, my younger sister and her husband, they got married at 19 and 20. My parents got married at 19 and 20. My sister Christy and her husband, they got married at 20 and 21, I think. And everybody's so happy. Everybody's good. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's, my, my sister got married in her late 20s, but. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I have a sister who just got married in That's her 40s, right. too. And oh, yeah. She met Mr. Wright, like, later on in life. So I think it's, like, it depends on, like, how you feel about it. I mean, I got married when I was 22, I think. 22 or 23. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that seems pretty common early 20s, you know. Yeah, well, but. it does, but I, I just, you know, I think there's just so much. It's hard because when you're in those relationships and they're so intense and, intense, yeah. and the, the love feelings, is yeah. like you can't live without them. You're very codependent, yeah. I think, actually, kind of maybe. Uh, my you sister know. and my brother-in-law are very similar to my parents. And while they all had that like honeymoon thing, they had very grounded relationships that weren't like over the top that are, I'm a more feelings person. And so I definitely had like crazy fe- mixed emotions and feelings that drove different choices I guess Mm -hmm. but for them they were really really grounded at the beginning like they never let feelings of things actually override decisions and who people were there was like a respect right up front Mm -hmm. and it's not for everybody but yeah I remember dating someone in in college and I thought I would 
marry him. He bought me a promise ring. It was an engagement ring, but it was like a yeah, promise ring. Right. And I, you know, he left college. I was still there for another year because I took half classes or whatever. <laughs> anyways. That's a different subject. Yeah, a different subject. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, I had to end it with him. I was like, I cannot, I cannot be with yeah. him. I, I just, I just can't. There's so much more. Like, I'm going to bars, meeting bartenders, and blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, figuring things out figuring. versus, I think some people know mm-hmm. from the get-go and other people need to figure things out or want to right. figure there's things wrong, out. There's no wrong way or right way or, yeah. you know, my yeah. way or the highway. But, I mean, yeah, I had a re- I went back to him mm-hmm. at 25, so we broke up mm-hmm. at 21, oh, and then okay. I went back to him at 25, and we lived together, and then I broke up with him again, and... Oh, man, it was <laughs> one of those. Uh, I'm a heartbreaker, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man, <laughs> terrible. I'm sure he's on a podcast talking about me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the high, you know how there was the I hate Rachel Green on Friends? Yes. Oh, yeah. I hate You're so the Rachel me. Green? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I think it was, it, we all grow into what we yeah. need to grow into, and it was, uh, I don't know, yeah. it's interesting, and it happens for a reason. I yeah. agree. Oh, I totally yeah. believe in that, yeah. that things happen for a reason, for uh, sure. And yeah. sometimes you figure things out early on in life, you're just like that person, or you figure it out like later on in right. life, in a different season. But. I think I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> well, She's Louise. My partner's I, certainly I, was early, I was an early bloomer. That was oh. my problem. <laughs> Shit, I feel like I'm still blooming and learning. <laughs> and by the way, my gla- Well, we're going to be talking about another gentleman. Well, no, why would I call him a gentleman? Another, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the, the matter with me? Point. Another dude um, that I dated Bucko. back in the day. Bucko. Back off, bucko. What was that show from? Fonzie. Fon- it was, it was Happy, Happy Days. Days. <laughs> Anyways, I should have told him that. <laughs> Back off, bucko. But yeah, so this guy I dated um, on, or not on. Well, I met him, of all days, on Valentine's Day. Oh. Um, and I was at a restaurant slash bar with a girlfriend of mine. And oh my God, I must have been, well, I was in my early 20s. I don't remember exactly. This after the fiance. So this is after, after that guy that I just told you guys about yeah. that I was engaged uh-huh. to. That Mr. E? Mr. E. Oh, yes. So this one that I'm talking about now is Mr. We will refer to him as Mr. R. <laughs> and so, and it doesn't mean rich. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but of course, we were young then anyway. But this story has nothing to do with money. Just, you know, dating history. And funny stories we all have to tell. So, yes, I was at this bar. It was, it must have been a Friday or Saturday night, and it happened to be Valentine's Day. And I was out with a girlfriend of mine, and I remember I thought he was attractive. And it's hilarious because I remember the first time I brought him home, my mother even pulled me aside and she's like, Wonka, Wonka. <laughs> like she actually thought he was really, but now looking, I know. <laughs> 
She didn't actually say that, but that's my words. <laughs> but you know, she thought he was attractive, and and he had dark hair that's like and dark kind eyes. Of a mom's word. I know. But so obviously, I brought him home at some point. That was not the first night I met him either. Okay. Wait a minute. Was I? No, I wasn't living at home, was I? No, no, no. Okay. I had to think, dig back in the back of my brain there. No, I was living on my own. But anyway, um, I, you know, like we exchanged numbers and all that good stuff. And we talked all night and everything. And uh, the fine details are escaping me. But the, so, cause I don't remember like if, how long it took him to reach out to me or whatever, that kind of thing. But Anyway, we ended up dating for probably maybe two years, and we did end up moving in together and actually hold the phone, (laughs) rewind, wait a minute. I think I was actually living at home, you guys, because I think this was the very first time I moved away from home. I moved in with him. And he, I didn't move in with him. We got a new place together and I don't remember where he was living or if he was living at home or whatever, but so I must've only been, I think he was the same age as me. We were like 22 and I remember my mom being very concerned and she was like, I want you to be able to support yourself before you move in with another man, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And of course, you know, we know everything when we're young and it's going to be fine, whatever. (laughs) And so we, we got this, um, condo and it was really cute and I was really excited. And then we went and bought new furniture together and we had all this stuff and it was really cute and we had a great time playing house. And then I was realizing some things about him that number one, he had a temper. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't, I don't remember him physically harming me, but he yelled, he was a screamer. And I remember the neighbors even like yelling at us because they could hear us. And I, you know, you don't realize it when you're in the midst of it. And so I was really embarrassed because I don't like to draw attention. Well, I didn't like to draw attention to myself (laughs) back then. (laughs) You found it. You found the light. You got down the path. Oh my God. Now I don't care anymore, but (laughs) yes, back then I was mortified and, um, and so, but come to find out he was a gambler and he was constantly like making bets and, and then he was always watching sports, but I didn't realize in the beginning when he, I would think, why in the hell would someone get so mad just watching a football game or a basketball game or whatever. Well, then as time went on, I realized it's because he was losing money. And then there were, I remember he literally punched holes in the wall because he would get so mad. And then just to show how desperate he was, I remember one time when it was winter and it snowed and he actually got on all of his snow gear and walked like it was deep. He had to walk all the way to some corner store to place his bets. Oh, 
And that's when I really knew, you know, or kind of was figuring out. And then I remember just feeling like I was stuck in a bad situation and it was really uncomfortable and we were fighting and yelling at each other all the time. And I really liked his mom. And so I confided in his mother, you know, and she actually felt bad for me, you know, but in the end, I took it upon myself to go to the rental office where it wasn't in the complex. It was like private, you know, mm-hmm. con- privately owned condos. And we, I had to go somewhere else. And I remember the guy just being pissed at me. He's like, I knew this was going to happen because then see what happens is because the boy, my boyfriend was going to stay there. And then, but the renter knew he was going to lose half of the Ooh, income yeah. because I I wanted to break my half of the lease and move out while he really laid into me. And so here I was already freaking out and struggling and trying to get out of this bad situation. And then the guy that was renting the place just freaked out on me. But in the end, he let me sign something and get out of it, which thank God. And then I remember the day that I was going to move out, my parents came over um, to help. And of course, Mr. R made sure that he was right there, like watching every single move we made. And that made it extremely uncomfortable. But anyway, so we got all moved out and I found an apartment uh, by myself and it was really cute and I really liked it. And here I was living on my own. And next thing I know, I start getting phone calls from Mr. R both at home and at work. And this so pre cell phone days. This was pre cell phone <laughs> yeah. days. Actually, this was we had answering machines. Yes, <laughs> machine. yes, yes, an actual machine next to my phone. You couldn't do star sixty nine or anything to block a number. Yeah. You couldn't do all this other Some stuff. Some of you out there might not know how to use one of these said, said machines, but it was like you record. Yeah. Yep. It was a, a re- recording device that would, you know, if I wasn't home and somebody called, they they would leave machines. a message. And well, he made a point to leave lots of messages for me and they were not nice. He liked the C word, which I don't like saying it, but the female cuh. Anyway, he he would call me that and he couldn't believe what I did to him and that I left him and he just... This went on literally for years, you guys, oh my God, that my God. he he harassed me. And I didn't really, I was young and naive, and I realize it now, of course, but back then, I never reported him. I never did anything mm-hmm. about it. I, I don't even remember feeling that worried, which I should have, which is stupid. And then he, if, if, yeah, <clears throat> and, and he, um, he, uh, came and um like he would just do stupid little things like leave his business card on my windshield and then you know when I would go to leave it just would go to show that he had been there for example and that's like white van (laughs) category you guys and then he would you know I would not answer the phone at home or of course I wouldn't call him back and then, then then he'd show up at my apartment well, I mean, obviously, if he'd leave the business card, but yeah. then other times he would show up and he would knock like really loud and scream at yeah. me. I think he just couldn't handle the fact that, that you left. That I left. Maybe yeah. He, maybe 
in his past relationships, mm-hmm. he was the lever instead mm. of other people. Oh leaving. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've You've broken up. I've broken that. up a few times with, but I don't, I don't remember them stalking me. So you might be the only one with a stalker. <laughs> oh man! So I can literally say he did stalk me, and and I am not kidding you. It it did go on for years, and because he would call me at home, he would show up at home. He would call me at work, and then I finally got my phone number changed at work because I had like direct dial um, number at my, to my cubicle. Well, then after I got my number changed, I thought, Oh, okay, it's going to be better now. Well, then he would call the front desk and ask for me and then would get transferred. And then, so I'd be shocked, like when I would answer a call and it was his voice, you know, and, um, uh, uh, where am I going with this? So did, and so, how did that work out? Like, did he do this and then finally stop, or did you have a conversation? I never like. Oh, I know. I never called the police. I never did anything. But I, I did. Um, finally, it was when I actually was engaged to Mister X. <gasps> Took that long? So it it was a really long time, and he actually was like, you're not going to marry that guy. Why would you do that? You know, like he just really, but that's when he finally realized that, that it was real. And, and then I remember though, during all these years, one time he called me up and he said that he, instead of saying politely that, you know, he got a girl pregnant or something like that, he's like, Oh yeah, I met this girl and I knocked her up. And I'm just thinking, why are, first of all, why are you even telling me this? And second of all, you're so rude, you know? And anyway, luckily, but he even moved away to another state. But, oh, that must be the point. I'm kind of moving around in my story here because it's, it's, I'm old and the story's old. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this is but, like pre iPhone days. Oh my God, <laughs> like, this is a long ass time ago. But no, I mean, I remember enough because, it was significant, you know, in yeah. my dating history, you know. Yeah. So um, that was when finally, of course, he quit coming by my apartment because obviously he couldn't because he had moved out of state. Sure. But then he would call and mm-hmm. call and call and call. And then luckily, you know, it, it started to dwindle when he found out that I was marrying mm-hmm. someone else. And and then I don't remember. And then it's been a very, of course, obviously, very long time. And I don't know whatever happened to him. For all I know, he's still in another state. But maybe God, he should be in jail. <laughs> I know. But you know, so this just goes to show that I mean, this kind of thing needs to be brought yes. to people's attention, young girls' attention, because I should have done something, you know. Yeah, you that don't was know way- what you don't know. That's either. just it. It's yeah. you don't know until people start bringing these mm-hmm. things up. And I think we we if you had similar friends at a similar age that you would bring it up to, I think the majority of us might have that one loud friend who might be like, "Wait right. a minute, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's not what normal." You for? <laughs> what? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Oh, how much do you want to pay for it? What? <laughs> no, oh, I thought you said no. at me when she says you have oh. this one loud friend. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Right, right, right. But then if you don't have that one loud friend yeah. and all your friends are similar to you, mm-hmm. everybody's quiet. Nobody that's right. brings these things up until today. Because really, if you think about it, you guys, that's how some 
unfortunate mm-hmm. stories start out and then the guy just won't quit and then it ends deadly <laughs> to be honest you know yeah, so could. I'm I'm lucky yeah so <clears throat> very lucky I I've lived with two guys both of them I ended um so I'm I'm a broken <laughs> what am I you're a broken I'm a heartbreaker <laughs> there we go you heartbreaker <laughs> I know we need a little jingle there <laughs> Two people besides the person you were married to? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. she is. You guys out there, if there's any men <laughs> listening, better watch out. No, just kidding. Yeah. One, yeah, I've had, I've had a few live-ins. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Obviously, I've had a few. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. How many have you had? Two besides my first husband, and then my second husband, and then Mr. X. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, so, so yeah, if I think about it, I haven't, I've only lived with this Mr. R, mm-hmm. because Mr. E that I told you about, I never lived with him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so yes, I lived with Mr. R, and then I lived, I was single for a really long time, and See, then I lived. problem. I wasn't single for very long. Aha. Uh-huh. Up until my 50s, then all of a sudden, oh, right up. <laughs> we need to do something about this, people. But, yeah, no, I've, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just trying to think. It was just. So three total? Three, four. Three. Uh-huh. I think it was um, um well, let me think. Was it Mr. Blue? Was it Mr. Green? Was no. it Mr. No? None of those. Uh, so let me see. Um, let's call him Mr. Tope. Mm. Uh, he, I dated him in, in college, and then we broke up. And there's really funny stories about him. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then I had oh. Had a uh, Mr. Red, and he was oh. a super awesome guy. Um, <clears throat> I fell in love with his family. Well, I'll admit to that. And that's always hard too when you uh, fall you in love with the whole. Only the family. I loved him. I loved him. I still think about him, but yeah, I his family was awesome, and that was that was a really when we broke. I broke up with him, and and we cried for a long time. Yeah. We cried together, and it wasn't like anger or anything sure. it was definitely different mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's it's interesting and you know I don't know I, I guess yeah I've broken some hearts out there but and no sometimes we me. don't know why we do these things <laughs> yeah know. I kind of lose interest I don't mm-hmm. know I just kind of you know I feel I think I turn into this codependency kind of scenario mm-hmm. and then I lose interest because they're more like a child and mm-hmm. I become the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, I totally know what that's and, like. And it's, it's not, it's not appealing. Right. No, no it's not. And it's like you have a child, you don't yep. need another child. You need a partner. Well, it's not even, I didn't even have a I child thought. at that time, but oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even, okay. but I, I was basically yeah. taking care of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was trying to find a friend for my, you know, for Mr. Red because he was so wonderful and mm. he did not have friends because mm. he had moved <clears throat> to my place out of country and all this other mm. stuff. And oh, I felt so bad. I was like, 
do you speak Spanish? Oh, yeah. Do you want to be my boyfriend's friend? Oh, that's rough. Oh, no. You can't do that. Oh, my God. I'm, like, flirting with this guy. He was, like, fixing something for work. And I'm, like, oh. And he's, like, really cute and had an accent. I'm, like, oh, do you speak Spanish? He's, like, yeah. I go, oh, my boyfriend speaks Spanish, too. Did you want a friend? He's, like, what am am I getting myself into here? A threesome or something? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Those forced relationships don't always go well. I know. I tried. I was trying to find because I was a, I was the center of his world, mm-hmm. oh. and I was everything. That's a lot have. of pressure. <clears throat> you know, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, uh, but I loved his family. I still love his family. I still talk to his family. You do? So, oh great. my god! Yes, I, do. I, think, I mean, I think it's there's good not to have, really anything I feel wrong like with it's that. Good to have those kinds of moments. Yeah, I like some yeah, fun ones. Families and yeah. we just you know, I was just totally loved the family. It was yeah. just one of the. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's hard together? to find the whole package, too, you know, well, like that's that. that's the thing. And I remember the last time I had vacationed with them on New Year's, and we were in, in um, I flew into Miami, and we went to um, the Keys <clears throat> for New Year's. And I just remember walking, and I just, I, I just was looking at his family, and I was just so upset because I knew it was going to be over. Mm. Um, yeah, it was Aww. terrible. I, and I I still care about him. Yeah. 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 He was probably the nicest person I've ever been with. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, so is he still single? <laughs> no. No. I no. Saw, I'm, I'm thinking maybe you should look him up. <laughs> no. I hear from his mom all the time. Oh, but no. yeah. Okay. You can't you can't go down that I'm road then. Down all right. Road. Never mind. But. <laughs> well, done. you guys. That was fun. Excuse me. I'm chewing on a Hershey's Kiss. As I'm trying to wrap up this podcast, I just you put a food in I your put, mouth. I'm known to put many things in my mouth. Pick up food nuts. off the floor, nuts, sweaty balls, whatever. But anyway. All right, you guys. Happy Wine Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers. Bye. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory at gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.